Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, why Tom Tillis matters. Number two, Jim Banks makes his governor bid official. And number three, meet Biden's defender, Daniel Goldman. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Congress is out, but we are here. Uh, Let's talk about this number one story of the morning. We have leading Punchbowl News AM by our very own Andrew Desiderio with a deep dive into Tom Tillis, the senator from North Carolina, and how he has kind of become uh, the dealmaker in the Senate, if if, if, if there is such a thing. There, there is. Um, I would say it's interesting because North Carolina um, has seen a lot of shifting politics in recent years. It used to be a, a pretty red state. Uh, it is now probably a, you could call it a purple state. It is um, uh, Tom Tillis won uh, by a narrow margin in um, in 2020 against Cal Cunningham and. I would just say that the the politics of the state lends itself to to being for Republicans being a little bit more flexible and open, um, given kind of the blue shift in areas like the Research Triangle and and in Charlotte. And Tillis has was uh, uh, keyed in almost every bipartisan negotiation, infrastructure, gun safety, same sex marriage. He was kind of the uh, a critical Republican player. Uh, Andrew caught up with him at the border last week uh, in El Paso, uh, where he was on a bipartisan codel with uh, Chris Murphy, who he has worked a lot with. And the interesting thing, the the reason this is timely is because Mitch McConnell, the Senate Minority Leader, has appointed Tillis to the um, to the um, leadership. Which is uh, kind of a statement that 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 Tillis doesn't really care that that McConnell doesn't really care or or at least or you know supports Tillis's bipartisan deal making. Yes, yeah, super interesting, and just you know as he kind of gets more seniority, gets his sea legs in the Senate, you know, kind of even despite this divided Washington and obviously Republicans wanting to uh, stymie President uh, Joe Biden's agenda, Tillis is still looking for opportunities here. Um, You know, and and whether that is immigration, I'm very bearish on that concept. I think Republicans and Democrats are in in a very different place when it comes to that. But I do think it is very telling that he is now counselor on McConnell's leadership team and going to be somebody to watch here, especially as we've had a bunch of shifting and and changeover with Republican retirements. Uh, Tillis definitely kind of playing that that dealmaker role. Uh, Interestingly enough, Jake, I'm actually going to be talking with Durham, North Carolina Mayor Elaine O'Neill tonight at the Capitol Hilton. Uh, We're going to be talking about issues facing local government, how that works with divided Congress, but also North Carolina politics. So going to be very interesting. You can still RSVP to attend that at the Punchbowl News Events Hub. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning. You've got a dispatch this morning on Indiana Representative Jim Banks. He, of course, lost his bid for House Majority Whip at the end of 2022, and he's now making a move in his home state of Indiana. Yeah, this is no surprise to anybody who's been watching Jim Banks for a while. He is running for Senate. He is a um, he lost the House Majority Whip race uh, to Tom Emmer uh, in I don't know if it was a surprising loss, but it was a 
Um, it was a uh, uh, it made it clear that his future is probably not in the House. He's going to enter this race, which is a a deep red state. Uh, there will be a lot of competition. Victoria Sparks, also a Republican from Indiana, is thinking about running. Governor Eric Holcomb and Mitch Daniels, uh, the former governor, have all expressed some interest in running. Uh, Banks is trying to play up his blue collar background, his military background, um, and he's coming out of the gate with endorsements from Tom Cotton and Larry Bouchon. Bouchon is a uh, House Republican from Indiana, so a pretty good showing at the front end for Jim Banks, Anna. Absolutely. Going to be very interesting to watch. And the number three story of the morning, Biden's defenders from impeaching Trump to defending Biden. We have a look this morning at Representative Daniel Goldman, the freshman Democrat from New York. Uh, He, of course, made his name in Congress as the lead counsel for the House Democratic effort to impeach then-President Donald Trump. Now he is back as a freshman member whose main role is defending President Joe Biden against Republican investigations. That, of course, has gotten a bit muddier uh, or murkier even to say now that the fact that we're kind of in this in the middle of this classified document scandal, which has really thrown a curveball for Democrats on the Hill. Yeah, Goldman is uh, kind of the rare staffer who comes to Capitol Hill um, pretty famous from his days as a staffer. He is uh, he was the chief um, uh, one of the chief aides on the impeachment effort uh, got a lot of airtime is the heir to the Levi Strauss fortune. So uh, is somebody who's kind of unencumbered by needing to make a lot of money, uh, which is always nice when you're getting into the house where you don't make any money. So um, Goldman is uh, going to be the, a, a huge Democratic face, a uh, very prominent Democratic face in this new Congress. Um, and has roles, is expected to have roles defending Biden across the board uh, and has a close relationship with Adam Schiff and a bunch of other high-profile Democrats. Someone will be watching extremely closely. People are already talking about him uh, running for the Senate when Chuck Schumer is gone, which is probably not anytime soon. Um, and uh, But, very, uh, you know, a lot of people were really looking um, – forward uh, to a lot of Democrats. We're really looking forward to to Goldman coming to Congress. Going to be interesting to see, Jake, just kind of zooming out a little bit on this whole, you know, document scandal. We haven't talked a ton about it, but in yesterday's uh, AM edition, we had a look at how Democrats are kind of struggling, right? They had really pounced on former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago document scandal and now are, are kind of finding their way, it appears, in terms of trying to understand what is the end of it? It feels like almost every other day there's a new document that Biden's team is, is finding. How much do you think, I think it's worth just talking for two, two seconds about this, is just, this seems to me is is, is going to be hard for Democrats to defend and could really drag on for quite a while in a, in a way where Democrats are hoping to have kind of a unified front against Republican investigations as overreach. Yeah, um, I think it lends a lot of credence uh, in Republicans' eyes, in Republicans' view to their investigations. It will be a, I mean, it's it it was Biden went hard at Trump here. (laughs) You know, it was unthinkable. It was crazy. And now look, um, so Republicans are going to pounce on this. I mean, from the FBI's reaction to you know. Anything you could think of, this is just going to lend a ton of credence to the Republican investigations, and it's just more ammo for Republicans. 
All right, something that we will continuing be continuing to watch in the days and weeks ahead. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Of course, you can sign up for our free morning newsletter that recently got a facelift at punchbowl.news. And please share the Daily Punch. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. Have a great day and stay safe.